All right, people. Welcome. Uh, This is a very different episode than I am normally doing. So if it's your first time here, just know that and you can go root around and look for other interviews, which is how we usually do it here. But this is just me today. And it is the one year anniversary. There are several reasons I'm doing it this way. Um, This is episode 52. So 52 weeks in a row, I have brought you guys um, episodes of this podcast, 10,000 No's. And whether you're just getting here now, um, or you've been listening all along, or you've listened to some, you know, I know life gets in the way. A lot of people have been really cool and responsive and told me how much they they are loving this and yet you know inevitably people fall off uh, my parents included and that's cool I mean I have so much TV that I want to watch that uh, I don't get to I get it Um, either way I really appreciate you guys listening and I'm psyched that it's seems to be striking a chord with people and if you're new um, I don't know how you got here but that probably means that somebody was nice enough to spread the word or you saw it on social media or whatever. And um, if that's the case, welcome. Um, So full disclosure, (laughs) I am sitting in my car doing this. Um, I had an episode, an interview with Richard Schiff, Emmy Award winning Richard Schiff from the West Wing, from The Good Doctor Now, from Ballers on HBO with The Rock. Uh, Great interview with him that I did, actually it's probably a couple months ago, I've got a bunch of others in the can, but there have been, I've been so jammed up lately that there have been issues with the editing and getting it to the editor and all the other logistics that go with it that I started to stress out this week because I have uh, this new gig with uh, Netflix that I'm very excited about and I need to focus on that and you know I was trying to get the the episode off I had to get it done by you know over the weekend and it didn't happen and I finally said you know what fuck it I'm just gonna get on and I'm gonna riff and I think it's kind of poetic because this whole thing started about a year ago when I just hit record on a mic and riffed for about 18 minutes and that was episode one Uh, if you haven't heard that you can go back and listen I'm sure I'd go back and cringe at some of it be excited about some of it proud about some of it but um here it is one year anniversary uh it's kind of cool i've got to tell you i i have learned so much i'm so grateful to all the really interesting intelligent uh successful reflective people that have agreed to take time out of their days and sit down with me some of them came to me some of them were remotely recorded from the other coast or uh, even other countries Um, and some of them actually just sat down with me in a room or I went to them whatever it was I really appreciate that those people were willing to open up with me and then ultimately with you guys Um, I, I, I guess you know so many lessons so I just kind of wanted to take a few minutes to to touch on them and maybe share some of the stuff I've learned and and riff a bit and uh, you know probably keep it to man I got to keep it short I got to go pick up our babysitter (laughs) this is real world shit people Um, I wrote down a few things I wanted to touch on Um, 
the first was just along with the gratitude is just to tell all of you listening, you know, it's a podcast about perseverance and resilience and kind of going after what you really want to go after. So you live a life that's, you know, when you're on your deathbed, hopefully you're looking back on like, yeah, I wasn't just, you know, messing around. I was actually going for some things, you know, not taking yourself too seriously, but I was going for some things. And, um, and the one thing I learned in this first year is create an excuse for yourself to do the thing that you want to do the most. For me, I don't know if it's the thing I want to do the most. I love acting, but I do love talking to interesting, inspiring people. And this podcast has been kind of a great excuse to not only sit down with with friends. Uh, some of the guests were people that I was pretty close to. But as it's gone on and then you start to get referred to other people and then, you know, I've had publicists email me and say, can, you know, such and such come on the show. And, and, and so that's been cool. You end up meeting all these cool people and you have I've had an excuse to get deep and, you know, still be funny with people, but also really have real conversations. Or if it's friends of mine that I haven't seen in a while or haven't really connected to in a while on a deep level um it's like hey let's let's hang out you know utkarsh and budkar a friend of mine that um he's another actor maybe you heard that interview but we realized we had worked together but it was like a year and a half prior to the interview or something like that and we got to sit down and have this kind of cool conversation about life so you know create some kind of excuse for yourself to go do the things that you want to do line them up and then you're kind of killing two birds with one stone so that was that was one huge thing that came out of this um and also when you do that you got to know and go into it knowing just like going and when i tell young actors they say like how you know how is it that's really cool you you know you're following your dream and you're like yeah it's cool but it's like it's a lot of work too um and just know when you do something like this like a, a podcast as well I mean, I'm doing it, it's pretty relatively bare bones. It's, it's gotten bigger and more reliant on other people as, as it's gone on this year, but um, started out really just, you know, me, a sound editor who I've still never met face-to-face because he lives in the UK. We email back and forth, um, send voice memos. But basically, even with it being this small um it just it comes with a lot of work you know and some frustration and stress sometimes that you're not going to hit the deadline of getting stuff out but ultimately it it adds to your life i think this has added to my life i think it's it's been cool but there are also times you know when you go man what am i doing like nobody really cares do they care are they listening you know and then you get an email from someone that you you know some dime dropped with them and it's really, you know, you're having an effect in some way on people. And I love that. Um, so I would just say, you know, if you're going to do something, just go into it knowing that so you're not surprised by that. And you can kind of stick it out even when things get a little, uh, a little crazy. Um, which makes me think of something I spoke about at one point during the year. I was reading uh, that book by Mark Manson. It's um, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And he says, with great responsibility comes great power. And he said originally he wrote it in a blog. He said, uh, you know, with with great power 
comes great responsibility. And then he realized, no, that's not it. That was from Spider-Man. He's like, no, actually, it's the opposite. With great responsibility comes great power. And that's kind of what I'm talking about. I, I dumped a load on myself this year with this podcast. Like, I just gave myself more work to do, really, if you think about it. But it has, so that's more responsibility. And yet it's given me, I don't know if I'd call it power, but it's given me more impact, more influence. I feel like I'm so grateful and excited that I've had like really cool responses from people. Some people I don't know, some people I do know, but they didn't know me in this way. And they've said, I, lo- yeah, I love listening and, and it's really, uh, it's, it's helped in some way, shape or form. It's really cool. I mean, it's, it's really cool. So I encourage you, wherever you are, whatever it is that you do or you want to do, just go for it, you know, go for it. Um, the other thing I want to touch on was the power of telling your story and creating your narrative. Um, in the recent maybe two months, I've been asked to go on other people's podcasts and be interviewed. And then I've also been asked to do some workshops and speeches and stuff like that and talking about my own journey and that's been really interesting because when you start to tell your story one you realize that you have to edit your story you're not telling the entire thing right so you're you are you know it's a bit of fiction it's it's non-fiction but you're creating a narrative you're creating how you're presenting yourself to the world and it got me to thinking a couple of things. One, how often do I talk to myself in a way that lessens me? And why do I do that? And and does that really help me? And you can ask yourself, are you doing that? And then and then two, it's um, you know, what when you start telling your story and you start saying, like, yeah, I believe this, I believe that, you realize that you kind of gotta live up to it. So, you know. I've had a big thing this year where a lot of guests have talked about making yourself accountable and that's been huge. Like just putting stuff out there, whether it's on social media or with friends, just saying like, I'm going to do this. And then it forces you to do it. Otherwise you just come off as just yet another person who's full of shit saying, you know, I'm going to do all of this stuff and you never do it. Um, When you tell your story, when you're interviewed and you say certain things, you then force yourself to have to live up to it. And I think that's a good thing. And I I felt it. um, I was on this woman, Kathy Heller's podcast. She's awesome, by the way, go check it out. It's, it's called uh, don't keep your day job. It's, it's really kind of blown up and she's great and she's really generous. And um, she's going to come on, on this as well at some point, but I had to reschedule with her because of this, this new job, but I had her, Uh, I mean, she had me on her um, podcast and she was asking me about, you know, how do you keep going on and and how did you pick yourself up and get back in the game? And when she was asking me, I was unemployed for about five months straight. And I had to, you know, I was kind of giving a face of confidence and faith. And I really believed in the things that I was saying. And but it's hard to do that when you're like, yeah, I'm not, I haven't worked since December. And that's a lot of, that's one of the things that people don't realize with actors. You know, your, your last gig may have been a while ago, even though people are seeing you in reruns on TV. 
And then about a week or two after that, I booked this job that I'm now shooting. I started this week and I'm super happy about it called Huge in France. It's a Netflix comedy with a, a comedian named Gad Elmala, who is the Seinfeld of France is what they call him. I'm really excited about it. But at the time, it's like, holy shit, I'm telling people, yeah, just breathe and take a step. And meanwhile, it's like, I don't know, man, am I, is anybody going to cast me? Am I ever going to work again? So the power of telling your story, it forces you to step up into your own life. Um, and, and yet, just know that when you're listening to someone in a podcast, like, don't give all the power to them. They, you know, they may sound great in that interview, but just know they've got their own set of problems and just like you. And if they don't right now, if they're in a sweet spot, they're going to get hit with something because that's life. And that's we're all in the same boat. Um, the other thing is with Kathy Heller and with some others, as I've gone, you know, you try to learn from people that are ahead of you in whatever game it is you're playing. So you want to learn, you want to grow. But also, while you're doing that, don't forget your original vision and don't forget to value your voice and your angle. I found myself a little bit this year at some point going like, okay, I want to step this thing up. And and I start like rushing it and, and chasing the carrot. And that's not why I started this. I just keep reminding myself, yes, make it more user friendly for the listeners, but also stay true to your voice and your original vision because that's People are either going to buy in or they're not, but that's, that's all I can do is, is be me and, you know, hopefully be the best version of me for you guys. Uh, consistency. I mean, me recording this thing in my car. Um, nobody probably gives a shit or even realizes that I release these things every Friday, but I do. And so this week got a little crazy and here I am recording in my car because I'd rather have this little whatever it's going to be, 20-minute episode, then nothing. I think I realized toward the end of this year, a lot of people were like, oh, you have a podcast? And I had like 40 episodes out. People don't hear it until they realize that you're sticking around. And so there's something great with consistency. Um, the other thing is nobody really cares or is paying attention, so stop creating little prisons for yourself, which is like exactly what I'm talking about, which, is you know, it's like, well, there's supposed to be an interview every week. Well, why? Why can't I just get on and riff this week? When I did a couple of solo riffs earlier in the year, people really responded. So why am I making a big deal about it right now? Um, break the rules. You know, I had a guest, Alyssa Goodman, incredible interview. And she came over and she saw I had had this little studio built behind our garage for the podcast. And it's an office studio and I needed space that was dedicated to writing and working and everything. But she was like, oh, yeah, the biggest podcast that I've done, like some of them were just in like someone's crappy kitchen and they were just like mics around a table. And I remember saying, really? And she's like, yeah. So it doesn't you don't need to have it. It doesn't have to be fancy for you guys to start following whatever it is you want to follow. Those are just excuses. And the last thing is peaks and valleys. Um, I had a rough, uh, a rough go of it in the winter after Goliath, which I was so happy about and such a great experience on. And it had yet to air. And I was going in for a bunch of new pilots for new shows and feeling really good in the rooms and just could not get arrested. And I remember talking to my mom and I was kind of stressed and she just said, peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. And it's so true for all of us. Um, 
you know, right now I feel like I'm in a bit of a peak. Like things feel like they've kind of clicked and things are feeling great. But like, you know, I'll be in another valley again, I'm sure. Hopefully it won't be as deep as the last one, but you never know, you know, stuff happens. And so just when you're in the valleys, remember there are peaks, don't get too down. When you're on the peaks, remember there are valleys, so don't get too cocky. And, um, and then keep putting one foot in front of the other, which is the whole point of 10,000 no's. And I have to go get our babysitter. It is four o'clock. Um, <laughs> thank you for bearing with me for this very casual version of 10,000 no's, the one year anniversary. I intend to keep bringing this bad boy to you for a long time coming. I got some really cool guests coming up. Uh, again, share it with your friends, tell people about it, all that stuff, social media, blah, 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 blah. Uh, that would be really great um, if you can just spread the word and we get this thing even bigger, have a bigger impact. All right. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend.